0: Tuesday, January the 26th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist, sponsored by TD Ameritrade. Coming up, EU's vaccine export threat and Xi's Cold War warning. First, the world in brief. The European Union threatened to block exports of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine manufactured within its borders. The British drug firm has told the EU it will not be able to supply all of the doses it originally promised because of production problems. The bloc's health commissioner called that unacceptable. The EU's vaccination programme lags others in the rich world. It has yet to approve the AstraZeneca jab. Moderna, an American drug maker, claimed its COVID-19 vaccine protects recipients against two new strains of the virus discovered in Britain and South Africa, although it may be less effective against the latter. The early test results are yet to be peer-reviewed. The company is also developing a booster shot it hopes will offer better protection against the South African variant. Xi Jinping, the president of China, warned world leaders against starting a new Cold War in his first speech since Joe Biden was sworn in as America's president, given at a virtual Davos event. He stressed that countries should not foist their own social systems on each other. In its final days, the Trump administration declared China's treatment of Uyghurs, an ethnic minority, a genocide. Mr. Biden has also strongly criticised human rights abuses in the country. America's Democratic congressman walked across the Capitol to present an article of impeachment against Donald Trump for inciting the mob that stormed the building 20 days ago. The Senate is expected to start the ex-president's trial on February 8th. Few Republican senators have indicated they would vote to convict him. 17 might be needed. Giuseppe Conte, Italy's Prime Minister, will offer President Sergio Mattarella his resignation today. Mr Conte has been under pressure to quit since a small allied party broke away from the ruling coalition earlier this month. The Prime Minister reportedly hopes Mr Mattarella will ask him to put together a new government and lead it. Dominion Voting Systems, a maker of voting machines, sued Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's former personal lawyer, for defamation. It claims Mr Giuliani spread false accusations that it corrupted America's election, costing Mr Trump a second term. Dominion has also sued a Trump campaign lawyer, Sidney Powell, over similar claims. It is seeking damages of more than $1.3 billion from both. And Leon Black is to step down as CEO of Apollo, a private equity firm. Mr. Black, who will remain chairman, has faced criticism over payments to Jeffrey Epstein, a paedophile financier who committed suicide in 2019. An independent report found that Mr. Black had paid $158 million for financial advice. He said he had been unaware of Epstein's criminality. And now, here's today's agenda, hunkering down the world economy. The International Monetary Fund's previous Economic Outlook, published in October, predicted buoyant global growth of 5.2% in 2021. Since then, rich countries have imposed tighter restrictions to fend off new variants of the coronavirus. Today, the IMF publishes its latest forecast. Hopes of a strong rebound early this year have vanished, but economies have got better at mitigating the cost of lockdowns. The public is less fearful of going about their lives while taking precautions against the virus, and governments have worked out which measures come at the least economic cost. There is less appetite for, say, closing schools, and more for mask-wearing directives and testing international travellers. Businesses have adapted too, investing in new ways of working to make themselves competitive in a world of social distancing and remote working. A rebound may be on hold for many economies, but the latest downturns should at least be shallower than they were last spring. Going Negative, America's New Testing Requirements America's fraught pandemic travel policies have illustrated the difficulties of keeping COVID-19 at bay. Even as the country banned many foreigners from arriving from China last January, the virus quietly infiltrated New York. Passengers arriving via Europe were permitted until lockdowns began in March. Faster spreading variants of coronavirus from Britain, South Africa and Brazil have prompted America to tighten restrictions once again. From today, all inbound travellers, including Americans, must present negative COVID-19 test results before boarding a flight or be turned away. The policy should help, but will not lock out the disease completely. In September, two travellers to New Zealand infected at least five other passengers, despite complying with the country's negative test requirement before boarding their plane. Without mandatory hotel quarantines for travellers, of the sort implemented by countries such as Australia, the new variants will probably continue passing through American airports, albeit in lower numbers. Out of office, Italy's Prime Minister resigns. Italy's embattled Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte will resign today as a slow-burning government crisis finally explodes. Mr Conte lost his overall majority in the Upper House last week, when the senators of Italia Viva, a small party in his left-leaning coalition, abstained in a confidence vote. Its lawmakers were planning to vote against a key reform on Wednesday, inflicting an outright defeat on the government. Mr Conte decided to quit first. Trouble had been brewing since Italia Viva's leader Matteo Renzi withdrew his ministers from the Cabinet on January 13th, mainly in protest at the government's plans for spending Italy's share of the EU's pandemic recovery funds. President Sergio Mattarella will next consult party representatives. He could ask Mr Conte to try to build a new majority, but Mr Conte has ruled out a deal with Mr Renzi and has so far been unable to engineer defections from the opposition. David and Goliath, Russian Unrest Who cares about him, smirked Vladimir Putin, Russia's president recently, in reference to Alexei Navalny. Plenty of Russians do. Last weekend's anti-Kremlin demonstrations, the biggest in years, were prompted by the arrest of the opposition politician on spurious charges when he returned to Moscow after being poisoned, for which he blames the president. Even from jail, Mr Navalny is prompting awkward questions. Mr Putin has had to deny that a lavish palace on the Black Sea coast belongs to him or his family after a video released by Mr Navalny accusing the president of corruption went viral. Yesterday, European Union foreign ministers held off from imposing new sanctions on any Russians over the arrest, but Josep Borrell, the bloc's foreign policy chief, will go to Moscow to press for the release of Mr Navalny and protesters. More demonstrations are planned for this weekend. Mr. Putin may refuse to utter Mr. Navalny's name, but others will keep talking about him. Tractor Pull – India's farmer protests Republic Day, observed every January 26th, means a formal military parade through the heart of New Delhi, giving India's Prime Minister a chance to salute a colourful display of national might. This year, Narendra Modi's show faces unwelcome competition – Hundreds of thousands of farmers have ringed the capital for two months in a peaceful siege. This morning they began their drive into New Delhi proper. Highway-choking columns of tractors are snaking in from across North India to bear them and their banners on circuits around the city. The farmers' unions are demanding the repeal of reforms Mr Modi rushed through Parliament in September. They believe that laws which are supposed to cut out middlemen will leave them at the mercy of big agribusiness. Last week, they spurned an offer to postpone their implementation by 18 months. Today may be their last best chance to make a scene on the national stage. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Thurgood Marshall, who died on this day in 1993. The measure of a country's greatness is its ability to retain compassion in time of crisis.